0: Our next guest is one of the preeminent thinkers on racial inequality in the United States, and this particular episode focuses on understanding the racial wealth gap. While this is still part of a larger series exploring some of the important issues of our time, so please look out for that over the coming weeks and months. How has history contributed to you know, the modern-day inequality that we see?
1: So I think that there's uh, a set of policies that the federal government pursued uh, over time that built white wealth and denied, uh, denied black wealth. And uh, I would start not just with the Homestead Act, but with a companion event that didn't actually take place, which was the promise of 40-acre land grants to the formerly enslaved, a promise that was never kept. Uh, And that promise uh, would have created the foundation for wealth for black families that could have been transmitted across generations in such a way that we might not have to think about the question of reparative justice today. But we do have to think about reparative justice because at the same time that uh, the formerly enslaved were denied the 40-acre land grants as restitution for their years of bondage, the federal government was providing upwards of 1.5 million white families with 160-acre land grants in the Western territories that had been recently taken from the indigenous populations. And so as a consequence, those families had a stake, a financial stake uh, in American society that, again, they could transmit across generations quite effectively. And this laid the foundation for the racial wealth gap, the failure to give the formerly enslaved the 40 acres while um, one and a half million white families were receiving 160 acre land grants. Um, And I I will note that uh, the social scientist uh, Trina William Shanks actually estimates that there are now 45 million living white Americans who are beneficiaries of the Homestead Act. So the Homestead Acts take place, obviously, after slavery ends. Most of the uh, land that was allocated under the Homestead Acts was distributed during the end of the 19th century, although the land allocation plans and practices under the law continued as late as the 1970s. Uh, But in the 20th century, unlike the 19th century, there was a far greater emphasis given to uh, wealth accumulation associated with home ownership, rather than the government distributing land. And so we had the introduction of the uh, uh, Federal Housing Administration. We had the adoption of the GI Bill in the aftermath of World War II. And under those uh, pieces of legislation, Uh, we had a situation in which they were applied discriminatorily. They were applied in such a way that they promoted home ownership among white families while they did not do the same for black families. And so it reinforced the racial wealth difference that has been carried across generations. The two other policies I would like to mention in this context uh, one of these policies concerns uh, inaction on the part of the federal government, uh, looking the other way, essentially, or in some cases being complicitous. Uh, but this is the uh, practice that the government took in response to the wave of white massacres that occurred from the end of the Civil War into the 1940s. And these massacres, uh, there were upwards of a hundred of them, Uh, They took place north and south, east and west in the United States. And in addition to uh, resulting in the substantial loss of black lives, virtually all of these massacres involved the appropriation or destruction of black-owned property by the white terrorists. Um, And the federal government, in the process of looking the other way, again, reinforced the racial wealth gap. Uh, and the final policy I'd like to mention is, uh, is the, uh, are, the, are the practices that are associated with the federal highway system or the resources that the federal government provided for the building of highways throughout the country. Um, and frequently, uh, some of the highways that were instituted were run through the heart of black neighborhoods or black business districts And in the process, uh, effectively dismantling them. So, again, uh, there was a a deprivation of black wealth uh, at the same time that white wealth continued to be promoted.
0: What, if, you know, I guess anything can we, you know, kind of do to improve racial wealth inequality?
1: Well, I mean, if we're talking about racial wealth inequality, the straightforward answer is a program of reparations for Black Americans who had enslaved ancestors in the United States, Uh, essentially the descendants of the folks who were denied the 40-acre land grants uh, in 1865.